So, bro, I'm heading out of town this weekend. Where are you going? Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. You storming the capital? <laughs> are they doing that again? Me and the Proud Boys are going yeah. for round two. I knew you had that in you somehow. Do I look like one of them? No, no, not at all. That I, would be so trash if would. you were like, yeah, I mean, like you actually, you know, kind of resemble one of their leaders. Can't even give you that respect. <laughs> No, bro. I'm actually going to a uh, to a wedding. I thought I told you, the lesbian wedding. <laughs> this this weekend. Nice. I'm a little nervous, bro. Aren't we supposed to shoot more content this weekend, bro? Yeah, but now I have a lesbian wedding to attend, so you know priorities. Yeah. Interesting. Have, though. You, have you ever been? Not to a. I haven't barely been to any weddings. <laughs> You're like so to no. a to a what? To a lesbian wedding. Yes. I've been to a wedding. Gay wedding. But- not a gay wedding, any type of gay. No no oh. queer type of community wedding. No LGBTQ. None of the letters. Plus. None of them. None of them. But I feel like lesbian would be cool. Lesbians are basically the bros. <laughs> Dude, it's not like a porno scene, bro. <laughs> I said they're the bros. <laughs> okay. Like they're hanging out. They're no, probably crushing beers. All right, and shit. so right? so you know my dad, obviously, old as fuck. He's like almost 77. Dude had me when he was 45. Shout out to Pops. Older gentleman. Um, he is extremely like he's like in his head about this, right? Because he's the guy that, you know, his son's a podcaster. So what do you think this guy wants to do? He wants to fucking give a toast. You know, he wants to give, give an epic toast. And he's like, yo, is there, he's from the slave generation. This is not good. (laughs) He's from the deep (laughs) South. Like, you know, people he knew were going to fucking rallies and shit. Presidents his age, we don't trust (laughs) type of thing. Yeah. So he's like all nervous about, how he gives this toast, right? Because he's notorious for getting up and speaking. Like we went to a funeral the other day and we didn't know the people that well where he should want to get up and speak, but he got up and spoke. He's a speaker. He's a speaker, man. Shout out. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, he was asking me like, I mean, like, what's it like? And I was just like, I don't, being a just, lesbian just because i'm a millennial <laughs> being a lesbian no no he's like have you ever been to one i'm like no like just because uh, i'm a millennial doesn't mean i'm just like frequenting you know gay and lesbian weddings so no i had no advice to give him they're probably not i just told him it's the same at all. I, thought. I was like <laughs> i don't think it's be? i think it's just wife and wife as a yeah. I, that was the one thing i didn't know about oh yeah wife and wife how the, what they say what the what the guy says you may not is it religious is it you know is there a pastor this is not going to be religious right no Right. No, it no, wouldn't no. be. This is at an amphitheater in Northern Virginia that I saw uh, Gavin DeGraw at. Like it's, oh, it's wow. like, a, like a music venue. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not a church. No. And God historically does not get down with the gays. No, no, There's sinners running around there. <laughs> running around that amphitheater for sure. Clearly. Yeah. No, yeah. most definitely. So cool. what's been on your mind, man? Um, Actually, one, one more thing. So we're flying with the kid. With the baby. With the baby. 10-month-old baby. I'm always... I, I, so we've already done it twice, even though he's only 11 months. We, we've already done it twice. You're a piece of shit. No, he's actually been a fucking angel every, uh, every time, both times. Like, right when we are taking off, he's out, down for the count. Has he really, though? No, I swear to God. Has he I really, was, though? No, because I was freaking out. Bro. I was so <laughs> nervous to do it because I hate those people. Yeah, so the I baby was, plane people, are, are ten, they yeah. tend to be the worst. Let's just yeah. be real. And, and so I was like, damn, I'm going to be one of them. Yeah. But no, literally, I got so many comments about, we didn't even know you had a baby. Swear to God, bro. I wouldn't even lie about that. And they don't take another seat, right? Do you, or do you buy him a seat? No, on our lap. Yeah. So you save money, too. You can do that until they're two. Oh, wow. Until they're like 
pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah. So the cheap people are doing that until like the cutoff, like the last day before I, the second birthday. I can imagine. See, but it's two of y'all and the kid. Yes. I would just buy the three to have the row. Trust me, we thought about it. Yeah, because one poor soul. The podcast isn't paying that well, Henry, <laughs> as you know. You guys, we have a donation link in our bio. <laughs> Not for sure, but no, Ben's we're family excited. can buy the extra seat. We're excited, man. But you know what we are doing is, so they gave us a discounted uh, hotel rate, right, for the wedding. You yeah. know, it's like a block rate, whatever it's called. And we did take advantage of that, bro. We got two rooms, one for the kid and one for me and my wife. How can a kid be in his own room? Adjoining room. Oh, adjoining. Yeah, we made sure we got adjoining rooms. So you're bringing the the baby cam or whatever. The, but the monitor will be in Jesus. full effect. So yeah, he has his own room because bro, he's a loud sleeper, man. The dude snores like you. Dude, this is some stuff I'm so blessed to not be familiar with. Like you're speaking another language. You'll know. I'm so happy about you'll, this. You'll know eventually. I don't know any of the carriage models or any of that <laughs> bullshit. So I'm yeah. just like, bless. Yeah. So babies yeah. aside, what's been going on in your world, man? What have you been thinking about? You know, I've been really wondering if hard seltzers are a phase. What? What do you mean? We all know like White Claw Summer took over maybe like two or three years ago. It was like a whole like the pandy kind of brought out like, <laughs> I would say pre-pandy, you know, right right before hard seltzers. Yeah, BP before pandemic. Came over here. Yeah. yeah pre, or BC uh, before COVID. B, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Became a huge thing. And um, my guy Gary V, you know, did an overrated, underrated. He said that hard seltzers big overrated he said it's over i think the quote was it's over and i i'm not gonna lie you know they started off as as what someone might call a bitch drink but i i came to enjoy them when i golf i don't it's it's an outdoor drink for me i like a cat when i need a casual drink outside kind of like a hard seltzer do you think seltzers are a phase that is coming to an end? Are they here to stay? Your favorite podcasters, the Nelk Boys, started a brand, Happy Dad. Shit. That's geared towards men, so they're bringing men in on the hard seltzers. They look like beer cans. That ain't no bitch seltzer. <laughs> that's <laughs> a real stiff drink. Henry. <laughs> seltzers are for guys now, yeah, too. seltzers so are for like, the boys. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Do you, can yeah, you ever drink them? Uh, no. I don't really drink. You know this. Yeah. Well, we had a shot of whiskey before this. I know. I always feel really weird saying like, (laughs) I don't really drink as I'm like two shots of whiskey deep. No. I've uh, got some apple juice on the rocks, by the way. (laughs) Podcasting has definitely um, made me, you know, comfortable with the pre-pod shot. Yeah. It does loosen me up a little bit. Yeah. For sure. You don't want to be tight. You don't want to like be scared to share some shit that might go viral. But no, I, I think seltzers are not going anywhere, to be honest. I don't think so either. No. I think Gary's off on that one. I think he's tripping. Um, yeah. I just think that it's now just going to be a normal competitor to a light beer. Yeah. I think that people that wanted that um, summery Corona, they wanted that, you know. Yeah, Corona with lime. Exactly. Yeah. They wanted that Bud Light because it's not as heavy as the IPAs and the other, you know, kind of darker beers, right? I think that it's for them. Yeah, I agree. So it, I, it I don't. Just, it works outdoors. It works by water. It's it's nice. It's just chill. It's refreshing and light. Yeah. Well, what's the alcohol percentage on those? They're the same as beer. Yeah. So I just it's a competitor. Absolutely. It's. It's not going anywhere. One more time. Hard seltzer sponsorship coming soon. Happy dad hit us up. White claw hit us up. Truly hit us up. For sure. (laughs) So we are recording this and I guess this episode will drop after the second official weekend. So Coachella 2023 is the latest and greatest event happening in the music industry. Big cella. 
big cella vibes. Mm -hmm. We did not make it out to uh, Indio, California, Palm Springs area. Um, I want to run through some facts, like some fun facts about Coachella first, just to set the stage on kind of- For sure, because there's been some crazy headlines already that we'll get to, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. But I just wanted to kind of understand like the history of it. Okay. I wasn't too familiar Right, so it started in 1999. Were, were you a festival guy at all? Have you been to music festivals? <clears throat> I've been to them. I would never categorize myself as a festival guy, no. Okay. I wish I could be, though. Yeah. I, I kind of, like, look at them. I had a phase. Like, the festival bros, and like the oh. festival, like, hotties. Like, I, I like, love Dude, them. It's a different world when you're, like, camping and in the culture, like, heavy like that. I did that for a few years. And just Man. on, like, copious amounts of drugs. There's, I'm going to, I'm not going to say there's not drugs. There's lots of them. They're there. But there's also test, testing places where you can test your drugs safely. <laughs> no, on, on the grounds. They, they won't judge you. They won't arrest you. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. So, Coachella started back in 1999. Okay, so 24 years ago, it was primarily a rock festival at the beginning, man. So it was yeah. it was Tool, Beck, and Rage Against the Machine that headlined uh, the, uh, the 1999 show. Uh, tickets were only $50 in comparison to, I think, the general admission pass is like $5.50 today. So accounting for inflation, they're the same price? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not an economist, so yeah, I'm not going to comment, either, not but they lost, um, about $800,000 their first year. Damn. Right. And, and so it was so bad that they actually didn't do it in 2000. So I think they've only missed two years. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they, they certainly missed COVID year, COVID year, 2020. Yeah. Correct. And then it happened 2021. Yes. Wow. It did. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure once again, Y'all fact check me, but from what I saw and, but yeah, the year 2000, they had to, I think like re regroup, like, yo, that, that 800 K was, didn't work was out kind of a big L. So we need to probably like revisit this, this strategy. Well, shout out to them for not giving up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because today it's actually the most uh, profitable music festival in the U S not in the world. Uh, I just saw the U S I would, I'm going to go with Tomorrowland. Yeah. Or Tomorrow World. Or, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Land. Or, okay. Is land one. is the big one in like world. Yeah. Belgium, world is the one that was here. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so, uh, it's so profitable. In fact, that that is why in 2012, they went to the, uh, two identical lineups for two weekends in a row. That's when they started doing that. That's when they started doing it. It's I thought it was more recent than exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. We were talking about this kind of, you know, preparing for the episode and I was actually shocked to hear that, um, it was so long ago. Yeah. And it is indeed apparently just identical. So it's been working if they've done it since then. Yeah, obviously. It, it was just a matter of uh, the founders in 2012 also, I believe, is when they bought uh, like 280 acres of land in that area. So they basically were like, we're making a fucking hefty investment to just work setting up shop here. This is it. For a while. Yeah. 280s. A, 280 acres worth of shop for, yeah. for the first And it's the future. exact same lineups. That's what I see. In the same order, <clears throat> the same visual effects, the same <laughs> so booths you, and food trucks. You bring up a good point around the um, how the artists treat it. I don't know that their set lists, of course, are identical. Uh, this I haven't done too much research to know whether that's the case or not. Yeah, you, I don't you know. You have to think they would switch it up slightly, right? Well, it depends. I mean- 
I guess there are people that are going to both weekends. If there, if you didn't think there were, you know, then maybe, maybe what's, what's the harm? It's just like a, another festival you do where you're going to have Let's to try and do it even better yeah. this time. But if there's people going to both, maybe you would want to do it better. I am interested to know if they're going to bring Frank Ocean back for the second weekend. Well, so, so hold on. We'll get to Frankie boy here in a second. So 2012 was oh, also the man. year that they did the Tupac hologram. That was the remember. first year that they doubled up? Exactly. Yeah. So they were probably like, Yo, So we double gotta, hologram action? We got to do some epic <laughs> shit. We better bring out Tupac from the dead. And so I'm sure they sold plenty of tickets. Uh, yeah, they sold it out in less than a few hours. So going Jesus. to both weekends, they sold it out in just a few hours. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I think it grosses, you know, over 50 million or something. Damn. Yeah. We're in the wrong business. <laughs> we're we're sitting stuck. here. One more time festival. <laughs> yeah. One more soon. time fest. One more time fest. Um, but yeah, man, so let's get into it for this year, 2023. The headliners are uh, Friday night, Bad Bunny. Yep. Saturday, Blackpink. Are you familiar? K-pop. K-pop. Yeah. Yes, yes. Which, oh my God. that they smash. That genre is just... That's the one. We're that, Talk about being in the wrong business. I'm yeah. about to switch my production. Bro, I'm looking... Any K-pop artists out there... Yeah, we looking wanna, for management. We want to sign you. We yeah. don't have any artists. We have no or infrastructure in place. Nothing but. ready for you, but no. But we, we know some a, people. Though. We got a cool podcast. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, the infamous Frank Ocean first time Coachella performance for Frank. First performance in over six years. Wow, was that is that true? Over six years, he's Holy performed shit. anywhere. He was supposed to perform at Coachella in yeah, twenty twenty. And obviously something happened in China that performed, <laughs> delayed that. And then it got delayed again. And yeah, long awaited. I mean, he hasn't even dropped, you know, he's only dropped two albums. And I mean, Blonde was in 2016. He hasn't dropped an album in seven years. Yeah. So there was huge, huge, huge hype about this Frank Ocean Coachella performance. Major. So I will caveat this with at the time of this recording, he has only done the first performance. I'm not convinced they're going to invite him back. For they the might weekend. replace him for the second week. Seriously. Like, this is actually us maybe bringing that like, you know, <laughs> prophecy into the world, speaking it into existence. Yeah. So if we're right, comment and How let cool us know who, who replaced <laughs> Frank on Sunday night of, of round two for yeah. Coachella. But as of this podcast, it's going to be AI Eminem. Yeah. At, oh God. We'll Sorry. talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So people are a little bit upset with Frankie Boy. Rightfully so, in my opinion. Rightfully so. Yeah. So a few things have gone awry, yeah. if you will, with Frank Ocean's Coachella debut. Yeah. So first and foremost, uh, he was the only artist and I definitely the only headliner to basically not be included in the YouTube live stream. So I think he, there were two. Who else? I don't remember. So I don't even know why I brought it up. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, podcasting tip 101. Don't throw a monkey wrench in our shit if you don't have the facts. I made for a funny moment. No, that's great. That's great. Um, so YouTube had, I think, six channels, if yeah. you will, uh, live streaming the six stages, I guess, right? Of and Channel Orange was offline. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the puns don't even escape the internal pods. Hell no. Okay, great. That's how you know these are for real. Yes, yes. This is real life that Quick I have witted. to deal with. Um, no, so he was the only one that uh, pulled the plug, maybe one of two that pulled the plug. Obviously the most notorious one, since you can't even remember who the other person was, that, that did not make the live stream. Um, so people were pissed about that. 
So let's just start there was there. a girl that um, was in the front row who street live streamed the whole thing on Instagram live. She how many followers? Hundred, not even a ton of followers. No. How many did she gain? <laughs> yeah, a lot. But there were a hundred thousand people at one point Are watching you, her live. How does Instagram even like serve up random people's lives, or did people share it? I'm sure that it went through like a crazy above, vortex all of, of the shares. above. They're like, this girl's in the front row at the Frank Ocean show and it's not being streamed. Like, wow. Hopping her shit. Twitter probably went crazy with it. Wow. You know? Yep. Yep. So, so his, uh, his set was supposed to include a production that was an ice skating rink. They had full blown des designed and, um, I guess like implemented a, an ice skating rink. And they hired fuck tons of ice skaters to be a part of this production. This was going to be how he came out. This was going to be the set. This was going to be the fucking thing for Frank. Sounds cool. He just nixed it. He said, nah, dude. Like an hour before. I'm the, good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. They had to melt the ice. <laughs> the ice. And the ice skaters uh, got their skates on like, well. I think they just walked around in their <laughs> skates. Like, no, no, no. Seriously. They, they had to use them in some other capacity. Bro. They, they, yeah. He just... He just nixed it. Yeah. He just pulled the plug on the live stream. He pulled the plug on the ice skating rink, uh, really leaving, you know, the Coachella promoters and the production crews kind of fucked, man. Like he, he, he yeah. kind of left them high and dry. I mean, well, let's I, talk about how he left the fans fucking high and dry. That's one thing. Those, those guys are getting paid regardless. These people that actually paid to be at the show and expected a certain level of performance that got left high and dry, I feel way more offended on their behalf than I do the people that got paid. First of all, he's For an sure. hour, he's an hour late. Well, that, that well, I was going to say that's because that these people that, yeah, they're getting paid. They had to call a fucking audible. Is that bro? why he was an hour late though? I heard he showed up an hour late. Oh, that's even showed up an hour late and you're headlining, which means you go last and there is a curfew which got hit. So he only ended up performing for about 30 minutes. That's right. 30 minutes, bro. Rough. And there's people that, uh, there was one girl that was there the night before, and there's a ton of people lined up at 8 a.m. to get to the front of the stage to see Frank Ocean perform because he has not performed in over six years. He has not put out any, uh, well, an album. He's put out, I think, music since then, but an album since 2016. And people were very upset. He, and I heard, I, I read that, you know, a lot of the songs, like even just the way he was performing, it felt very, he was underprepared. You're headlining so, a festival. You need to be very prepared, have all the, you know, the, the th key things in place. He, he did songs differently. He performed them differently. See, but, but that, see, I read the same thing and I didn't take it as under preparation. I took it as, yeah, he, he arranged the songs differently. I'm not, and that was obviously prepared. And, and that seems okay. That's cool. That's right? cool. People, I mean, people were pissed that they, they, they people want to be able to sing the words in the exact order that they're used to and yeah. whatever you're there for a show. I'm not as upset about that, but like two of his biggest songs, he lip synced. He didn't even have a microphone. Oh, what? Nikes. And, um, I think there's a nights. I think and two of his biggest songs. He just didn't even perform. No, you're watching. You're there for a performance, right? He had no mic in his hand. He's lip syncing, just walking around on stage. He, there's no like the only crowd interaction. I think he had. He he talked about his brother who passed in 2020. He said, you know, I don't. I'm doing this not because I have an album coming out. He said, I'm doing this for my brother, which is cool. But like, a headliner is expected to have you know just certain levels of crowd interaction and and you know just 
That pisses me off. Yeah. That pisses me off. People are pissed. Dude. Like I didn't, you know, talking about preparation, I, I wasn't fully prepared for all that, but <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that pisses me off. He went to talk to like a guy that worked at this, at the festival a couple times for like a few minutes. So there was like these little out of weird his 30 little, minutes. Yeah. There's like breaks where <laughs> he's like not 10% doing anything. Of yeah. him not there. He didn't move from like his little bubble just in the center of the stage. He's Shit. not like walking out to the sides and it just felt very disingenuous, which kind of like goes with his brand. If we're Dude. being honest, he is this mysterious guy that no one can get a hold of. Dare I say, dare I say this? Please <laughs> fuck Frank Ocean, bro. <laughs> fuck Frank Ocean, bro. I feel you. I mean, this look, gets me like I'm kind of like riled up. Riled, right? Like, did you have to bring for the fans? Like, you know, you like really got me in my like for for real for y'all, man. I mean, like, I'm not even a huge Frank fan, so like, it doesn't even. I was gonna ask what you think about his music. Uh, the music clearly is good, right? He's one of the artists, and I think we talked about this before. I have a very bad tendency as a person when people, when the general public gets extremely overly hyped in my mind about something uh, like a TV show even or an artist, right? In this case, it could turn you off. It turns me off yeah, from it. And I, I have, and that's I have, not fair. I have problems about that with myself. Yeah. Yes. I, I do look at that being like, that's annoying of me. I think we all do that. I try to not let that affect me, but I think that is kind of a human trait. For sure. I, his music is, you know, insanely creative and very, very good, I think. But yeah, I don't know. It's the way people yeah, obsess about Blonde. It's and, like Cardi for me too. Buy Blonde on vinyl. And um, it, it's just, it's it's very like soundscapey. It feels more like a soundtrack to a movie. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I used to be a drummer. I'm an ex-drummer. This guy barely uses drums. You know, I mean, the, the rhythm of shit is very, you know, tempo gets off and it's very like, I could see myself like smoking a doobie and getting lost in it. And I've done that before, but you know, on day to day, like I like a beat that's keeping me going, man. And, and, and just, I respect the artistry completely. Yeah. Just when, when people put, um, artists or athletes, even sometimes, or like I said, you know, TV shows, movies, whatever on these, uh, really awkward pedestals for me. Mm-hmm where it's it's almost uncomfortable how much you're like revering the thing. Yeah. It it really does send out like giant red flags and uh like signals that turn me off. I like the comparison to Cardi cuz they're both guys that have released such a limited amount of music that it's like it's almost like once you see yourself catching this wave, you can almost do less to make people just want more and fiend for more. Yeah. Instead of just being consistently good and giving people the music that they're that they want. But at the same time, I'll say this. We don't fucking know you, Frank. Like, who are we to judge? You might have some shit going on in your life that we don't know. Um, that whole thing, you know, we don't we don't know the ins and outs. We just can comment on what we've seen from other people. But it does seem like you let the fans down and we'll see if he's fucking if he's there dude weekend too <laughs> part of me hopes so badly that he's not there weekend too so that our prophecy comes to comes to life comes to life yeah that's fucked up i hope he's there for you for guys. the fans yeah, yeah i hope he puts on a full show gets there on time starts it and it's dope he sings every song <clears throat> remixes whatever song he wants and goes for it it's just kind of reminiscent of like just a shitty uh rap performance right it's like yeah. how you're describing it. one guy one mic yeah and just not even rapping all the words yeah <laughs> and just doing other shit yeah and just doing other shit just real lazy yeah 
That's that's how it's it just almost me. like you don't even care if you're there, which is crazy for the amount of work that he puts into his music. He's so not lazy when it comes to his music. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping that what you said as far as just giving him the benefit of the doubt and that maybe there's other there's two sides to every story type of deal. We don't know shit. We're seeing the headlines. We're seeing what's being put out by media companies. Yeah. We're being see, you know, you know, we're seeing what the fans' initial reactions are. But they are disappointed, which is not debatable. That's but, objective. Fans are mad. Pissed. Yeah, fans are mad. And, yes. you know, as much as artists want to say they just do it for the art, at the end of the day, you have a responsibility in my mind to your fan base. And I think that if you let the fans down, uh, that's a problem. That's an interesting topic maybe for another time. Like, do you have a responsibility to your fans? Fuck. Maybe, like, it's your art. Maybe fuck the fans. Fuck the fans? Maybe. <laughs> Party like one more time. Party that one more time. Party she like one more time. Party that one more time. Oh.